You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It's my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening. This week it is episode 72 and we are talking Mario Kart 64 for the Nintendo 64. It feels so weird to say the system it's for when every fucking Nintendo 64 game ended in 64. Um, admittedly, I am not the world's biggest Nintendo 64 fan. I've said that on the podcast before, but I fucking love this game. I mean, I loved the 64 as a whole back then, but the system has not aged all that well. But Mario Kart 64 has. It is as rad today as it was back then. Mario Kart is perfect. It is my favorite franchise, aside from probably the core Mario games themselves. And Mario Kart 64 is, is, mwah. That was the Italian kiss the tips of your fingers, throw them in the sky. Uh, so we're going to get into that more in a couple minutes. You guys know I am going to ramble first. If you're not interested in listening to the rambling, then you can look at the description box below and there should be a timestamp telling you where to skip ahead to. But I suggest you listen to the rambling because I put, you know, 12 minutes into it every single week. So, um... One of the things I hate about the Nintendo 64, here's your fucking first segue, is the controller. We can Most people can agree that was a monstrosity of a controller. And on the Patreon Q&A episode from this Monday, two days ago, uh, we talked about the best and worst controllers of all time. We also talked about our, my thought, our thoughts when it was just me. Uh, my thoughts on uh, Hideo Kojima. I talked about where I think CM Punk would make a bigger splash, WWE or AEW. I give PlayStation credit because four of the five best-selling home consoles ever are the four iterations of the PlayStation. So uh, that's just some of the stuff I talk about. If you guys are interested in that, we have five Q&A slash rambling episodes available over there and four game review episodes over there, including Cuphead, The Messenger, Octopath Traveler, and The Link's Awakening Remake. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Two bucks a month. You'll get all those episodes. You'll get a shout out and you'll get entered into a chance to win a prize every single month. There's my Patreon plug. It is done. I will try to shut up about the Patreon going forward. Uh, our downloads are still up, dude. I mention this every week, and the only reason I don't mention this to brag, I don't know if these numbers are even worth bragging about. I mention them because I feel like this is something that we have built. And admittedly, I'm 
putting more work into it than anybody else is. Uh, but we're building this together. You guys are the ones spreading the word and leaving us good reviews and telling your friends and all that good stuff. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, we're still up, like, I can see my number right now, 29.6% over the previous two weeks. So from the last two weeks to these two weeks, we're up almost 30%. I'm at 1,600 downloads over the last 14 days. And that is insane to me. So uh, I say it all the time. Uh, but thank you all so, so much. For, and if you're, if you're, uh, one of the things I see that's really cool is I can see what episodes are getting downloaded and it's just such a smorgas, smorgas, smorgas board, smorgas board. It's just such a shit show of episodes. It's not just the current one. People are clearly discovering the podcast, going back through the archives and finding their favorite episodes and their favorite games. And I think that is fucking rad. So if you guys are enjoying the show, please just keep spreading the word. Whether you're supporting us on Patreon or not, just leave us a nice review and just throw us a shout out on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. I try to retweet them all or comment on all of them. And thank you guys so much. Nathan from Labrador reached out to me. He just discovered the podcast. He's been rad. Gave us a plug on Instagram with one of his favorite episodes uh dude thank you nathan for listening and for the share and for listening for to us from all the way in beautiful labrador that is awesome and uh it's all you guys just i know i see it i see them out there the shares and the likes and stuff thanks a lot i really appreciate it uh one of the questions i have for you guys is uh what do you think about phone in guests like doing podcasts via the phone like i i know personally i listen to episodes of other podcasts where they interview their guests like via the phone or skype and the the slightly reduced audio quality doesn't bother me uh but i'm curious what you guys think because there's some people i want to reach out to there's some collaborations i've talked to people about and stuff and it would really just help me and the collaborating out if we could do the phone thing over there you guys know this podcast is already a low enough quality already so i don't know how much more i can hurt it but uh, I'm curious to know what you think. I'm going to try to throw a poll up, pardon me, on the Patreon and the Twitter and stuff like that to see what you guys think. Uh, so no judgment. I'm not going to get mad. I'm, I am I mean, I care enough to ask you guys what you think. I don't want this podcast to suck, and you guys are the ones listening to it. So if it sucks, please tell me that it sucks, and I'll do my best to, uh, to fix it. Um, as far as gaming news goes, I don't have too much to talk about this week. The big thing I wanted to mention uh, is that Pokemon comes out. In three days. By the time you guys listen to this, if you listen to this the morning it goes up, which is Wednesday the 13th, Pokemon Sword and Shield is about 48 hours away. And uh, I talk about it a little bit on our Patreon episode this week. I'm just going to quickly touch on it now. I did not. I have looked at any spoilers. I don't know the roster of, of Pokemon. I, I don't know what's going to happen with the game. I don't want to know. I'm, I'm almost certainly going to buy it. I am waiting on a review, but I'm almost certainly I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it. Uh, and I just want to say, like, it is so fucking toxic the online media, social media uh, community around this game. And it's rad that they have gotten Thank You Game Freak uh, or something like that trending on Twitter and stuff. Uh, if you don't know, Game Freak is the company that makes the Pokemon games. And it's people trying to, to battle the negativity by being like, hey guys, thanks for making these games. We're excited to play it and you guys are awesome. Uh, like, listen, if you don't like the game, that's fine. And you're even entitled to go online and criticize the game if you want. That's part of, uh, of you know, b- producing a product is uh, when you put yourself out there, you open yourself up to uh, criticism and stuff like that. But these fucking people that are ranting about how Game Freak is lazy because all 800 Pokemon aren't in it, or the graphics aren't quite good enough, or this or that. uh, Like, listen, I'm not going to tell you to... Okay, I am going to tell you to shut the fuck up. You're entitled to say what you want, but it's like, I can't even go onto the Reddit page of Nintendo Switch right now, or the Nintendo Switch page of Reddit right now, whatever, because it literally is just people shitting on the new Pokemon game that you haven't even... Fucking played! It is two days away. Shut the fuck up. Late for the reviews. Try playing it. Just see what people say about it before you crap all over it, you fuck. Like, social media is the best and the worst thing that has happened to society in years. In years, maybe ever. Because it's cool that we can all communicate with each other. And if you have an opinion on something, you can make it known. And I've ranted about this on here before. The fucking toxic negativity... That negativity, negativity that floats around online these days makes me sick. And if you fucking don't like something, don't play it. Feel free to criticize it, but you don't need to start 8,000 threads on fucking message boards and stuff shitting over a game that you haven't even fucking played yet. And then just like hijacking other threads and shitting over it. It's fucking Pokemon. We know what you're getting with a Pokemon game. Guess like, what were you expecting it? Ah, just... Anyway... I'm excited about it. I am waiting to see the review, but I, I have intentions of buying it in two days. Uh, probably Shield, FYI. And uh, and I'm going to play it, and I'm going to enjoy it. 
and uh, and half of the reason I'm going to play it and buy it, play it and enjoy it, and probably tweet at Game Freak and tell them I like their game, is despite some of these fucking haters online that I hate. And speaking of the haters online, uh, they just dropped a new trailer for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and uh, and he looks a lot better. Because admittedly, like I was kind of I was eyebrow raised when that first trailer came out. He looked fucking weird, but now he looks like Sonic, and actually, like the entire trailer just looks better. Like I had really low expectations for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and they're slightly up now. Like I'll, I'm gonna give it a chance. Um, does like I will say, and I was thinking about this today. Like, does it not seem? Like a movie they should have done a long time ago. Like, I, I mean, it's cool that they have better CGI now and they can make a better looking Sonic and all that good stuff. But like, like Sonic's not like, I mean, 20 years ago, Sonic was like, like, blah, 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 blah. like he was fucking right there with Mario. And now it's like, is he not kind of almost like a, is he not kind of like an, an, an also ran at this point in the gaming community? Like I, and I, I have no beef with Sonic, you know, I mean, I'm constructively critical of his games but sonic himself is cool i love the character i liked his cartoon and his comic books i'll go see his movie and i hope this movie doesn't suck because as we all know like 90 percent of video game movies fucking suck looking at you mario brothers movie uh and doom and i don't know whatever the fuck resident evil and whatever the fuck else is out there uh, but the trailer looks a lot better. If you haven't checked it out yet, it's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash remember the game. There's my tie-in. Go over and check it out. Jim Carrey looks cool as Robotnik. I'm glad they're not calling him Eggman. He's fucking Robotnik. I'm a little weirded out that he's not big and fat like Robotnik is, but I can look past that. That's not a big deal. So uh, I hope this movie doesn't suck. It comes out in February, so we'll see. Um, that's all the news I have. I'm just going to quickly touch on what I'm playing, and then we're going to get to Mario Kart 64, the main event that I know you guys are here for. Uh, what have I been playing? Almost exclusively Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, I picked it up a little over a week ago, I think, and I finished it yesterday. Uh, 100%. I got 100% of it. I got all of There's like There's six hidden uh, crystal gems on every floor of the hotel that you're going through. I got all the gems. I went and found all the hidden... There's a hidden uh, boo, like the ghost on every floor. I caught all of them. Uh, admittedly... They felt kind of like I enjoyed the puzzles that were behind finding the, the gems and the booze, but uh, the payoff for getting them all is very crappy. And I won't say what it is in case you don't want spoilers, but if you're doing it uh, not to, to be completionist, but just for the sake of getting the rewards, the rewards suck. Don't do it for that. If you want to do it for a completionist, that's cool. It took me about 20 hours to finish the game, get everything. Uh, and it's one of the games I'm primarily a digital gamer. That's how I prefer to buy my video games. But this was one I bought physical, and I think that was the way to go. I bought it brand new. I beat it 100%, 20 hours, and I sold it. And I don't even mind saying I bought it for 80 bucks plus tax, and I sold it for $60. So I, I basically rented it for about 24 bucks beat it in a week and then flipped it and i'll put that 60 bucks toward pokemon um and a, a game like and like because admittedly there's not a lot of replay there it's a puzzle game and once you know how to solve all the puzzles uh i can't see it being something you would come back to anytime soon um but i never played luigi's mansion on the gamecube or very very little i never touched the one on the 3ds because i remember the gamecube one just not really ever scratching me where i itch uh, but this one, I like, they have a fan now. Like, I mean, when, when, and if Luigi's Mansion four drops, I will buy it. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. So if you're on the fence about it, you like puzzle games, I would definitely recommend you check it out. I enjoyed it. Um, just don't expect like a fucking 80 hour, uh, heavy hitting masterpiece there. Cause you're not going to get it. You're going to beat it once and then probably not ever have to play it again if you don't want to. So, um, I played that. I've also played a little bit of Tetris 99. Uh, because I can't quit that game because it is crack. Uh, they just re- they they just ran an event where they released a, a Pokemon uh, skin, and it's cool they they do these like I've got I've got all of them now. Uh, every month, every couple of months, they kind of do a special event when they have a big game release coming up, and you go in and you basically just have to win a game or play a few games. You get a hundred points, and then for your hundred points, you get uh, a new skin. So I've got like a Fire Emblem skin, a Pokemon skin, Luigi's Mansion. There's Kirby. Uh, there's a classic Game Boy skin um there's a sixth one that i can't oh splatoon i think is the sixth one uh and they're rad tetris 99 is the shit i will never quit that game it's so so good uh the pokemon skin looks pretty cool so i'm happy with that and then uh i've played a touch of metal gear solid on the playstation classic for anyone that's been catching up on old episodes 
Uh, I was talking about doing a Let's Play of Metal Gear Solid. I decided to abandon it because it's just it's a very slow game, and I don't think it would trans- translate very well into uh, an episode of a Let's Play. Uh, but I've been enjoying playing it. I've got that PlayStation Classic sitting there. It cost me 20 bucks. I might as well do something with it. So I'm probably going to finish. That's probably my plan over the next three days. I want to finish Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation before uh, Pokemon drops on Friday. So, uh, so that's what I've been playing. Uh, that's what I've been playing this week. Let's talk about something that I was playing 22 years ago, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Mario Kart 64. Uh, I know that there are some people out there that still prefer Smash Brothers Melee over any version of Smash. Um, I can get behind that. I, I personally like Smash U and Smash Ultimate a little better than Melee, but I'm not the world's biggest Smash fan. Where I'm going with this is that I would say that until Mario Kart 8 dropped, Mario Kart 64 was still my favorite Mario Kart game. Uh, Double Dash was rad. The portable ones were good. Mario Kart Wii was eh, But Mario Kart 8 uh, finally uh, dethroned Mario Kart 64. I have so many phenomenal memories of playing this game with my friends, as I'm sure so many of you do. That's why I'm so excited to finally... I can't believe it took us 72 episodes to get to this one. I'm really, really excited to talk about it. My pal Miklos is back. You may remember him from many previous Sega Genesis episodes and then some other stuff. I can't remember all the episodes Mick and I have done together now. There's a whole bunch of them. But we're going to take you back to that glorious area of the late 90s. I am going to cue the music... That is the Moo Moo Farm music, for any of you that are wondering. Uh, And we are going to talk Mario Kart 64, which originally hit store shelves in North America on February 10th, 1997. Kick back and relax, you guys. Let's take a trip down memory lane and talk about Toad and Friends in Mario Kart 64. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting is a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash remember the game. Okay, buddy, I, I, I'm not even going to ask you how you're doing, because I've asked you a whole bunch already. We've doing recorded a bunch of things. Doing fantastic. Good. You're good. <laughs> good. Uh, Mick Lowe's is here. Mick Lowe's Blackshaw, comedian, friend, uh, game nerd like myself. And uh, and today we're talking... I'm running out of games. Like I don't know when this episode's going to go live. Probably give yeah. or take in the 70s. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm running out of like those like peak nostalgia games. You know what I mean? There's only so many. I think, man, once you get out of them, you'll start to pick up uh, some like niche nostalgia games. And I'm like, trying to get more into that stuff yeah. and things like that. But having said that, there's nothing quite like those. Like, I still love it when we get to talk a game like this. That's just those nostalgia out the ass games. <laughs> and like, when you think of like the Nintendo, I think when people think of the Nintendo 64, they're like, I'm well, like, fuck, there's a lot of big games. But like, yeah. Ocarina and, and Super Mario 64 jump out. Yeah. The wrestling games jump yeah. out. Obviously, Goldeneye, yeah, and to a lesser extent, Perfect Dark, Dark. yeah, uh, and then this one, 
And I'll tell you, dude, when I think of multiplayer experiences on the Nintendo 64, outside of wrestling, this, this is, is... This takes the cake for me. Buddy, like Mario <laughs> like, Kart 64. We all know this game. Played this inside and out. Right? Oh, oh my God, God, dude. I remember like... Oh, like this game makes me like... <laughs> I don't know if I can... This isn't like my favorite game of all time. It's not even like Mario Kart's probably my second favorite franchise ever yeah. after the core mario platforming games and i don't know if i would even have mario kart 64 in like my three favorite mario kart <laughs> games but i don't know if there's one i have more nostalgia for than this oh one. my god this one is just uh yeah no this one was a definite nostalgia game like it's you, oh yeah there so many hours because this was like the it was like the first of uh a generation of mario kart games that that took on this aspect, right? Like yeah. Mario Kart for the SNES was uh, better than bad at its best points. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was not a really good racing game. The, uh, the, the battle was cool, but it was, again, sure. you're only playing against one guy. The concept of it was, it was phenomenal. Cool. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, I've played the shit out of that one, too. Yeah. And, like, I've, I've played through it on my Super Nintendo Classic, yeah. and I've played through most of it on my SNES Online since it came out because I just love Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. It, it hasn't aged super well. No. Doesn't control great. The graphics, uh, they look cool because of like that pixel art, but yeah. it's not great. Uh, this game just like, I, I prefer Super Mario World to Super Mario 64. Yeah. I prefer Link to the Past to Ocarina of Time. For the most part, I prefer 16-bit yeah. games to the Nintendo 64 counterparts. Mario Kart 64 took the Super Nintendo Mario Kart, pumped and it full of steroids, and made it perfect. Yeah. Like, it was... This is, like, the beginning of uh, refining it to the point it's at now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like you know what's funny about this game, too, is, like, when Super Mario Kart came out on the Super Nintendo, like, it was it was a hit, and people loved it, and it's, like, it's one of the, you know, it's one of the most beloved. It's one of the most selling games and everything of all time. They could have just dropped that franchise there, I think, had they wanted to. Yeah. And people would have just forgotten all about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would have been a one-off, right? This game, to me, was the one that established, like, because Mario Kart... As just, like, uh, it, they, it's on everything. It, yeah. Mario Kart's one of their biggest franchises, right? Yeah. And and this has to be... This game is the reason. It's not yeah. Super Mario Kart. No. <laughs> and after this one came Double Dash... Uh yeah oh there was uh and there was like a whole bunch of handheld ones yeah there was like the Game Boy Advance one and stuff like I that I loved that one yeah um the DS versions right like they're yeah definitely just a great concept of a game yeah it is and so many other games took from that game oh yeah oh uh, yeah like and Chocobo Racing which was lots of fun yeah uh, Diddy Kong Racing like, yeah. Crash Team Racing Sonic, Sonic Racing. Racing and listen yes. I know there are people listening to this I actually talked to my pal Darren I don't know if you know I don't want to say his last name because I don't want to okay. I don't know if he wants his last name said he's a comedian from Calgary yeah he's been on the show before actually uh, who I believe he said he prefers Crash. He's a Crash Team Racing guy over Mario Kart. I yeah. believe you said that, Darren. If I'm wrong, I just want to say your last name. That way, not everyone's yelling at you for fucking <laughs> for me getting it wrong. Also, Darren, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, dude, this game to me is like it, this is not the best game in the series. No, it's, it's just not, it's, it's not, not. It's not. To me, what sets this game apart and makes it so beloved is we had never seen four player. Yeah. Car racing before, right? Like to me, the Nintendo 64, the number one thing I take away from the Nintendo 64 is that it was the first console I ever owned, like with four player. Because yeah. I never had a multi taps for my Super Nintendo or anything like that. I remember getting a, a, a Nintendo 64 for our birthdays, and we got Mario 64 and Mario Kart 64. And I remember being like, I can play this. We got three controllers. Like yeah. they bought us two extra controllers. And I was like, you can play it three play, like yeah. all at the same time? Like what? And it was, it rocked my sock. Like, dude, battle mode with four people. And like, I didn't want to burn that in the first five minutes of this conversation. But like, that's it, right? That, like, that's yeah, that, it. That, that, that was probably one of the best features of that game. Right. Was fighting each other. And like, uh, some of the levels, notwithstanding that fucking city top donut one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one that sucks. Was, stupid but like uh, i all i did on that one is i would fucking drift around in a circle yeah and collect items and shoot them That's the one all i did <laughs> to me like the best one was the one where it was the four different colored blocks yeah in the four corners you can climb each one a different way and you're yeah. in like the yeah like it's oh god okay let's okay we'll get into battle mode in a minute i know that's what you guys are here for and if we burn it right away then by the time we get to battle or by, by the time we're done talking battle mode you guys will all turn the fucking podcast off yeah. you'll be done so uh it had eight racers 
the same as Super Mario Kart. Yep. But they, even that, they improved. Yep. Because they dropped Koopa Troopa, who fucking yeah. sucks. But, yep. And Donkey Kong Jr., who I don't know why the fuck he was even there. Yeah. Other than they probably needed another heavyweight character for Super Mario Kart to balance out Bowser. Yeah. I think that's all they wanted. Uh, and they replaced Donkey Kong Jr. with just Donkey Kong, yeah. which was a no-brainer. And then, honestly, if Donkey Kong Country had come out prior to Super Mario Kart, I'm yeah. sure that Donkey Kong would have been yeah. in it, right? No-brainer. And then to me, this is a big deal because I love this character. When they dropped Koopa Troopa, they put Wario in. Yeah. And like... Wario had never been playable in anything, if yeah. I can remember, well, other than the, the Game Boy game. game. Yeah. Uh, and I remember seeing that and being like, what? what? Like, you can play as the bad Mario? Because <laughs> Wario was still a niche new character yeah. back then, right? Um, and I know some, like, I had friends that were like, this fucking... Because remember when Waluigi came out? Oh, like, yes. I know how much you adore Waluigi. I love Waluigi. Waluigi. He's but when, my character. <laughs> but when Waluigi first came out, like in Mario Tennis, I think it was his debut, yeah. people were like, what the fuck is this? Like, Wario yeah. made sense. He's yeah. the evil Mario. His name <laughs> says War. Like, sure. But like, Waluigi? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And now everyone loves Waluigi. Yeah. And when Wario got put in this game, I know there were people that were like, what the fuck is this? Like, that's That was just... like one of my buddies. That was my buddy's go-to character was Wario. It was my my go-to character uh, too him was, and toad i was dk all the way oh like and everybody <laughs> has them right everyone listening to this podcast right that's now one of those eight characters that they go to and right. that's it they knew their character right yeah. so you had mario and Luigi. if i'm not mistaken there was always some guy no matter how many times you play there's always someone that was a fucking yoshi <laughs> yeah and yoshi sucks i fuck i hate yoshi so much <laughs> it had mario and luigi it had princess yoshi and toad it had Wario, Donkey Kong, Kong and, and Bowser. Bowser. Um, yeah. This was one of the first games where I really got into playing as Bowser too because I just thought he looked so cool. Yeah. Uh, but I liked Wario. And then uh, th- that fucking like, okay, that fucking toad. <laughs> everyone knows that toad voice, yeah. right? Because that was another thing that blew me away about this game. This was like one of the first times we heard them talk. Yeah. Right? Like everyone remembers playing Mario 64 for the first time. And you and like kind of got the Mario voice. When Mario did the like, let's it go. Everyone yeah. was like, oh my God, like it's a yeah. me, it's a Mario. But like to hear a bunch of them, like this was when you realized like Wario, like you heard Wario's ah. voice. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> grizzly voice. I don't think he had the accent super heavy in this game yet no. that he has now, but like Wario. And then Toad, whose voice has gotten really like high and annoying lately. Yeah. But I, I prefer the I dude, like I remember like, I cannot get that image out of my head of that fat fucking toad head, that white and red fucking toad head, and like the <laughs> okay, that fucking grizzly toad voice. And I've, I think when you picked your character, they said something. Yeah. So you could just mash it, mash it, mash it, it'd be annoying. Like and like you get uh it it brought in like a whole bunch of new items. Like you uh, we called it the Humper Shroom. Uh, oh the golden shroom the golden shroom because yeah, yeah. you could just you just uh set that off just as many times as you can and like if you were told okay okay yeah i do remember that oh dude because like you know what i think of when i think of that the gold mushroom and like and that track i think of uh the one of the beach ones we oh, yeah. had to shoot it into the waterfall, and oh, it was yeah, like yeah. a secret. Like I don't yeah. know why that just pops into my brain when I think of that. Um, yeah, it had that. It had uh, oh fuck! This was the game that introduced the blue shell. Yes, yes, that's correct. I guess so. No game is perfect. It, when we oh. score this game eventually, yeah. it's losing half a point <laughs> for introducing that fucking shell. Well, and that was like uh, especially in, okay. So in the normal Grand Prix, uh, I didn't like as much, but when you're playing with like three other friends you're in the four player racing right that blue shell was a fucking godsend sometimes to, to do it, it to your friends was fucking hilarious yeah right like but like whenever i play a mario kart game like i mean obviously battle mode is the shit and everything right we'll get into that yeah. but like i i am um i i have to get perfect scores on every grand prix like yeah golden three stars whatever that yeah. game's method is i have like i have to and uh oh to get fucked over by a fucking <laughs> blue shell right at the end was so infuriating to me like oh yeah. my god um, um and I, now like i'm used to it like now it's just like oh like when i play mario kart 8 now to this day uh, i can be in first place in the third lap and i'm like i, I know i'm about to get I fucked just in the found, ass it's i just coming. found out that um there's that like horn thing oh uh, yeah uh that'll repel a blue shell yeah 
Yeah, uh, they introduced it specifically to fight back against the blue shell. It's okay. a godsend. Yeah. Dude, there's no better position in that game. In, we'll get back to Mario Kart 64. I love Mario Kart so much. <laughs> there's no better position in Mario Kart than be first place, final lap with a horn. Yeah. Because you're like, the only thing that's stopping me right now is like a lightning bolt. Like, that's yeah. the only thing that's going to fucking slow me down. Like, I'm invincible right now. It's the best. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, too, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the computer picked up items in this one. Like, whereas, like, in the first, like, in Super Mario Kart, the so computer just, just had a stock so item, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, Donkey Kong always had bananas he was throwing out. Yeah, like, that was boring. Like, yeah. huge improvement, you yeah. know? And it changed things. Like, this one got rid of the feather. Yeah. Uh, which, which, I, is, which is a bonus. Yeah, like, the feather, I thought the feather was kind of cool for shortcuts in Mar- yeah. Super Mario Kart. But once you got into the 3D world, I think the yeah, feather would have broke it. Yeah. You know, because I guarantee you, there were a lot of areas in this game. Because that's well, another thing. There's, like, uh, on the wario stadium and uh rainbow road where yeah. you, you could like cheat yeah <laughs> real, yeah yeah real good <laughs> right yeah yeah and like because this game was like i mean obviously they had to make it better because it was better graphics it was a more powerful system but like super mario kart you had your track and then it was just surrounded by like lava or fucking yeah grass or like you know what i mean like there was nothing else around whereas this one really like i'm looking at a screenshot right now dk's uh the jungle track and like there's trees everywhere right like it (laughs) looks so cool it really does look like you're just racing through the woods you know what i mean like um i also just looking at this picture right now like all the characters almost look like they have like a little bit of like a I don't know what the word... Maybe like a plastic shine to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but like, this game looks good. I feel like so many Nintendo 64 games have aged horribly. horribly. <laughs> they're just like this weird 3D pixels and you're like, they're more <laughs> like looking at Cloud and Final Fantasy 7 during right. some of the really bad cutscenes. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, look at this. Like, I mean, obviously this game's not beautiful or anything, but like this game hasn't aged that badly no. because everything's moving quick and you're not looking at their faces the whole time and stuff like that. Like this game still holds up okay. Like this yeah. one still looks decent, you know? Uh, you're right. Like some of the courses, because that's another thing this one did over Super Mario Kart was like Super Mario Kart had like four or five different kinds of courses, and then it was just like Donut Plains three, sure, Donut yeah. Plains four. Yeah. Whereas this one had like unique yeah. tracks, you know. And it, and I'll and I'll ask you because there's one specific track in this game that stands out to me. It's been brought up like it's in Mario Kart eight. I fucking adore it. Is oh, it... the Yoshi's Island or whatever. The one. Oh no! <laughs> but I like that one too, though. No, Yoshi's Valley. Yeah. Where you could take like any different route. Road, yeah. Okay, so yeah, uh, I was gonna say Toad's Turnpike. Oh, okay, yeah, with the where you're in the traffic. traffic. Yeah. I I, I like what they did with the Mario Kart Eight version too, where they like you could go up on the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they put the turbos in and stuff. Yeah. I I fucking I remember, and they're always on the outside too, so it's yeah. not like it's giving you like a crazy advantage. No, you're just avoiding the traffic. Yeah, uh, I thought that was like so cool that you could yeah. drive through the city and have like actual traffic, traffic around yeah. and stuff. Um, no, the Yoshi's one. So one of the things I actually, it's a really little thing, but that I really like about this game when you're playing Grand Prix mode is that they have the heads of the people that are first, second, third, and fourth, and they would shift as someone went from like first to second to third. Um, and when you're on Yoshi's track, it would just have the question marks because you never knew who was at first first, because of the multiple, that was a really cool, like kind of novelty thing. You know what I mean? And then trying to figure out which way was the fastest that had so much replay value. Mm. Um, dude, I remember that course. I remember, yeah, this was the one that introduced Wario Stadium. Yeah, I believe there was a part where you could jump over one of the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you cut off like half of the, <clears throat> which we uh, a lot of me and my friends played the honor system for this, so we couldn't do that. We, we would all agree to not. And then there was one guy. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna do it." So one, one of my buddy Josh would always be like, "Oh, you're gonna do it." So he would like the, let the other two of us race, and he would like just set up blocks so he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> do that. I love it. I love it. It uh, another thing this game did like this game did everything better than the first one. Yeah. Like, I, I hate to do that, but it did. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that actually irritated the shit out of me about Super Mario Kart was in Grand Prix mode. Uh, if you didn't get in the top four, you lost a life and had yeah. to go over again. Whereas in this one, if you don't get in the top four, you lose a life or you, you have to play it again, but you, there's, yeah, there's it's um, a point system, right? Yeah. There's like, there's no game over. Like you could just keep going. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, ah, oh, fuck it. I, I, this is, this is where it's going to lose points for me is, uh, the grand Prix mode with three people or four people 
uh, was just the people playing. They didn't put any computers in. That's right. Yeah, you couldn't go Grand Prix mode with three or four people. You could do right. it, but it was just your friends. Right, which was kind of like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, like why? I sometimes I want to stomp my friends and have them like get beat by a bunch of computers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although admittedly, like unless I was playing it with uh, one friend, like two yeah. player Grand Prix. We were in battle mode. Like yeah. we, I don't remember us hardly ever playing. Oh, like, we played so mode. much. Like, um, so okay, so we'll, so so that I don't have any other big thoughts on Grand Prix mode. Do you? Like, it's rad. Um, it's fun. Like, it's, it's there the, was it's another the thing mode. we used to do. Uh, they fixed it in. I think you played this on Mario Kart Eight. The or was it a, a different one? But they had the uh, Peaches Raceway or whatever with the yeah. castle in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a part where you, uh, go up that giant ramp and what we used to do is we used to hold on to lightning bolts. Oh yeah. And then you get someone like going up it, that ramp yeah. and you get them near the end and you lightning bolt them so they can't fucking make that <laughs> yeah, And then it just fucks them so <laughs> yeah, hard. They, so they have to wait there until the end. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or they fall off. Yeah. They come back and they're still tiny and yeah. they can't make it And they're again. just boned forever. Like, yeah. and you learn those like little strategic things to like stop guys. Yeah. Oh fuck. Do you remember there was the one too in the desert with the train? Yeah. And you, sometimes you get stuck at that fucking train if yeah. you didn't get past That's it. it. You, oh. didn't wait. Yeah. <laughs> you have to just sit there and look at the thing and just get so mad. I remember trying I, to drive through the tunnel, and eventually I would like you to see stuck. that level come back, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I want this game. Like, uh, I don't care about getting a lot of Nintendo sixty four games on Switch, yeah. but I want this game. Like, just uh, release this. I'll I, pay. I'll, I would like to see a remaster of this game. I me, mean, they re, yeah. they remaster a bunch of the levels, in, right? Like the the Wii Mario Kart Wii, yeah. and in and in this one, which is nice. But I mean, they picked up most of the really good ones. But uh, but just give us like, dude, just like, put DK's a paint Jungle Parkway, right? Uh, was like the that that was always a battle. Oh, with just me and my friends. Just uh, put a coat of paint on this and then drop it again. <laughs> yeah, and I would I would and give us online. Yeah. And I would pay like I would pay forty or fifty dollars to play this online. Um, like, if you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but. Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Yeah. In a heartbeat. <laughs> so, okay, so that was Grand Prix. Grand Prix mode is rad. And then it had a time trial that nobody fucking... I have to say, before we switch... Uh... I did a lot of mushrooms in playing this game with my roommate. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem like you. <laughs> uh, ridiculous. Like, this was like almost our every day. This was like, <laughs> oh, this game is like, I mean, I remember playing Super Mario Kart at like sleepovers and we'd play yeah. battle mode and loser would hand off the controller and it'd be fun, right? Yeah. But then this game where you could play as four, four of you yeah. and it'd just fuck. Okay. So Grand Prix's fine. Time trial sucks. (laughs) Versus mode was you could just race with two, three, or four people, and it was fine. Fucking whatever. 
we all know, everyone listening to this right now, everyone knows that the heart of this oh, game was battle is battleable. Which really is insane to me because like I guess Super Mario Kart it was too, like playing yeah. a two player, it was battle mode. And I almost feel like battle mode must have been like a thrown in like extra like when I like, when they were designing this game, like to me it would have been like, well, let's make the races good. Nobody's gonna want to just fight and pop yeah. balloons. <laughs> and then I think after Super Mario Kart, they were probably like, Holy fuck, people wanna fight and pop balloons. Yeah. So then battle mode uh became the fucking cat's ass and the fact that you could play it with four people and you could have alliances with each other but then you could team up on each other and you could turn on each other and like like, steve steve still got three balloons (laughs) god it was so good i just unplugged my headphones but i'm gonna keep talking uh yeah and that was it like when you realize like oh shit like mick i gotta plug my headphones back in when you realize holy shit mick still has three balloons the rest of us are down There's to one, one that is and then you team up on on mick and get rid of a couple of his but then you saw a chance to get rid of Someone, one of the other guys yeah, so you, so you, you still took it. Yeah. like and uh, then uh like you die and then you become that bomb so you still have yes. one more chance to run into someone oh. which was hard is all hell to try to run it into was <laughs> but like what a like and even that bomb uh, that bomb was such a fucking then, brutally little troll thing oh uh, once oh you're so if you went out in third or fourth place then while the other players were still battling you get to control this little bomb cart and you could run into someone and kill one of their blues and that once you ran into someone you were done yeah but like well, so you always were like who just eliminated me and then you would like <laughs> that would be your only focus and, it and, just, then, oh. and then you'd be the bomb you'd be tracking someone down and then someone would fucking come up behind you with a star kill you mm-hmm. <laughs> just waste your bomb and like to me that that like I guarantee you when they were developing the game they were like well if we make this three or four player like it was two player yeah. Once someone loses, the game's over. Yeah. When you play a three or four player, you're like, if you go in fourth, this game could go for another five or ten minutes. And then you you're gonna be like, that's now what? Um, do, what do I do? do? So like, let's give them something to do. And it's like they never even made it optional. It was just like, no, you get to be a bomb, yeah. and you could and like I can remember fights between like me and my friends because it'd be down to two people with one balloon left and then you'd come along with your bomb and <laughs> fuck over one of them and they'd lose and it would just be like they didn't no business losing that match yeah, and it would just turn they, into little heated fights yeah like especially if you could do like on like that block one or the one that um it had like the it had like uh platforms but it like all went up and you could go across like the bridges and stuff yeah no 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 um it was like a bunch of platforms and then like the center was dropped out so you could like drop down oh, yeah. that one uh or like <laughs> the one with the blocks and the bridges yeah if you were like the bomb and you could like jump off something into someone oh <laughs> god such a like ah <laughs> oh, just like the fun dude like the fun of this game i can't uh, even and you know what's crazy about it is like i think if, if this game came out today like if this had never existed before and it came out today I think you would play it, but like after a few hours, like you'd play it for an hour with your friends and you'd be like, all right, like that's it. I don't know what it is about it. Like, I don't know if it's like, because couch co-op is dead. Yeah, Nobody that's sits, unfortunate. It is, right? I think that's half of the magic of this game Was yeah, is sitting together and playing it with your friends and being able to yell at each, each other. other and, yeah. and even like, I know that some people like consider watch like screen watching is cheating when yeah. it's a four player. Whatever you're screen. gonna do it, but that's what you <laughs> would do, do right? Do and then it. like when you were the bomb cart and yeah. you had nothing left to worry about, half of your focus was looking at whoever that's screen you wanted to kill yeah. to see where they were, and, and then you could go get go, them, yeah. right? Like oh, it was all about sitting together and playing it. That's what that's what like this game was magic. Like this yeah. won't happen again, you know? Like it's I like, mean. Uh, I have well, I have uh, like the new Smash for the Switch, right? And I find that's the game that uh, I only play when there's people. Since I got all the characters, it's just more fun to play with your, your friends, friends on the couch, yeah, right? as opposed to like going online, like yeah, fuck online. Like Mario Kart Eight, I play the shit out of it online, and it's only because I don't have a lot of friends that are as good at Mario Kart Eight as me. And so even when I do try to play with my friends, like I'm going to oh. work them. You know what I mean? Like it's if you've never played it and I have, I'm going to destroy you. Whereas this was one of those games where like we all played it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was like we all played it with each other. And yeah. it was, and that's oh. kind of like how you got good at it too. This is the same when we played, like when uh, Mario Kart Wii came out and you could do four players in a Grand Prix with 
yeah, yeah. the eight other computers. Right, yeah. That really changed the game because then you're like, you're finding all these balances. Like, uh, you, you drop down to 10th place because your friends are dicks. Yeah. But then, like, uh, you end up like figuring out how some of these items work a little bit better and why you get them in the back and, yeah. and how to get back up to the front real fast. Yeah. It, and I think that in this one, they did a really good job, but when you're playing with four people, especially in the races and you get these items and they really like, they don't really advance you, especially if your friends are good. Right. <laughs> right. Well, like, yeah, I agree with that. But yeah. like at the same time, like I feel like the Mario Kart series as it's gotten more popular, they've tried to make it more of a level playing field and yeah. like stupid items like the bullet bill and the, I hate the fucking blue shell, but like some of that kind of stuff, like they're trying to make it for like, even if you're, if you're in last, you're not out there. Uh, yeah. Now that we bring up this blue shell again, I was just remembering that, uh, if you were, cause you could hold an item behind you as like protection. Yeah. If you could get that blue shell, like, nothing could hit you. Oh yeah, you were in, you were invincible, and, and you could you could hold on to it. You like so they'd like red shell it, and then it's like break all the red shells, and you still have that blue shell. It was but so if OP. You, if you accidentally let go of that blue shell, it fucking hits you while you're in first place. I, fuck, I hate that fucking. I hate that fucking shell. I feel like the game has gotten away. I mean, it's still reward skill. Yeah. I feel like Mario Kart Eight has kind of tried to get back there, especially well, online. Two hundred two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like Mario Kart sixty four was still very much like the best player is going to win unless yeah. you guys like team up on them or they get unlucky. The best yeah. player will win. You know what I mean? It was very skill skill based, but everybody owned it and we all played it together. And I feel like Mario Kart has expanded so much like double dash increase the size of the roster and you could have two people on every cart. So you could have two mm -hmm. items. And I like double. Some people shit on double dash. Double dash was lots. Of I really like it. Like we're eventually, there will be an episode of the show on double dash eventually. And it's going to get a very close to perfect score <laughs> partially because I love it. And partially because fuck the haters. Uh, and then I honestly, Mario Kart Wii is probably my least favorite installment. It's still okay. I played that. I knew all the shortcuts on that. It, it, it wasn't a, awful. I had it a just... really high ranking online. And then Mario Kart eight is, is perfect. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, like Mario Kart 8 is legitimately on my five favorite games of all time list. Like I, I fucking adore it. But now that I have online, I can play as much as I want. Uh, what's your favorite battle mode for 64? Your battle map? Uh, that that one with the four different colored yeah. towers that you could climb up that were all built a little bit different, and then they had the bridges going across from each other and stuff like that. Yeah, that was my favorite one. What about you? Uh, I like the one with the one I was talking about before with the platforms on the outside, right? And then you can jump in the center. But also uh, the lava donut map. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one was lots of fun. Dude, this game, like, <laughs> uh, Mario Kart, like, each, each, I mean, Smash has done the same thing, and sports games do the same thing. Everyone does. Like, uh, games get bigger and bigger and bigger. They try to cram more and more and more stuff in. But I, I really do feel like Mario Kart 64 is a perfect example of less is more. Yeah. You had eight racers. You had four battle mode tracks. But it was very easy for you to figure out what everyone could do and how to yeah. master everybody. There was less items, but like it was I, I like I haven't played Mario Kart sixty four in fifteen years. It does not hold up. And I'm and I am very worried. <laughs> like I don't know if I want to play it again because I'm worried about yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? But having said that, outside of wrestling, this is my favorite Nintendo sixty four oh, yeah. game. Um, um it's it's some of my absolute most treasured like I can remember sitting in my basement, sitting in my friend Mike's basement, my friend Sean, like all my different friends, just yeah. like, like you'd order some pizza or, or fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like I was like 14, 15 years old and just playing and just playing and just, and it never would get old and you'd be arguing with each other, but you'd all be laughing. Yeah. And you were like, you would finish one set of races. And you're like, we're doing this again, right? Like and to like, me, we're gonna we're gonna Grand Prix and Grand Prix and Grand Prix. Then we're gonna fight each other for hours. Yeah, like to me, the Nintendo sixty fours legacy is it was a great party system yeah and to me this game is along with like the mario parties and the golden eyes and the rest of, like i know there's a ton of great multiplayer games on it but like to me this one is right there like it's this one got played probably more than any of the other ones yeah and i have zero doubt in my mind that this game is the reason that the mario kart franchise is as big as it is yeah, now absolutely like, super mario kart was fine but it could have died there what what they... and the the battle mode and every other game after this, not nearly as fun. No, not they, they even. haven't. No, agreed, <laughs> agreed, agreed. They have not. They have yet yes. to top the battle mode on Mario Kart 64. No, and they probably. And the, the thing is, is, 
I would like to say they never will, but like it seems so easy. Just take what the Mario Kart 64 one was and just do that again. But yeah. for some reason, they can't do the, it. Yeah. Uh, like, I played a lot of the Wii one on, well online. But it just, yeah, it just never felt the same, even no. playing with a bunch of friends. No. And, like, Double Dash, I remember us playing primarily that in, like, versus, like Match Race yeah. over Battle Mode because Battle Mode just wasn't the same. And Mario yeah. Kart 8, granted, they, they, they tried to fix Battle Mode with, yeah. the, with the Switch version, but I still, it just doesn't seem the same. Like, this one was... Ah, oh, like I, I don't know what it is about it. Like, there's just something. The, like, there's few games we've talked about on the show that I'd be like, there's something magical about this game. But Mario Kart 64, there just is. Yeah. I don't know. It's the perfect combination of of the the graphics and the couch co-op and the four player and the battle mode and the stupid voices of the characters and just everything. Like, the perfect storm. I fucking love this game so oh. much. It makes me so happy. <laughs> like, it makes me so happy. Oh, I feel like I, I feel like I need to smoke. Like fucking, uh, before uh, are we ready, you good? Yeah, I think I'm good. I think I got most everything I wanted to say out. All right, so um, how are we gonna score this thing? There's eight. All right, there's eight racers. Yeah. So out of eight racers, how many racers would you give Mario Kart sixty four? Yeah. Oh wait, no. Uh, I said it was getting deductions for certain things, so six. All right, six. I'm. I'm going to go seven because I want to give it a perfect score, but the blue shell. The blue shell. (laughs) The blue shell fucked it. There's one thing it did wrong. It's that fucking blue shell. Don't come at me and be like, the blue shell is fine. No, it isn't. The blue shell is fucking useless, and there should be an option to turn it off, and I hate it. I'm going to blue shell you later for sure. I fucking, I hate it. Uh, Fuck, I love Mario Kart 64. Good stuff, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, man. gonna do for this week's episode mick thank you so much for coming over and talking mario kart 64 with me and to every single one of you beautiful people out there thank you for taking a little bit of time to listen to my stupid podcast i really appreciate it you guys uh as i've already plugged our numbers are still going up and up and up so uh all i'm asking from you if you're enjoying the show throw us a nice review on itunes or something like that and maybe tell a friend if you share us on twitter or instagram we're at member the game if you post about us and you tag us we'll throw you a retweet or a like or something whatever it is we can fucking do to show you our appreciation uh and if you really want to get crazy and support the show hit us up on patreon it's patreon.com slash remember the game two dollars a month is going to get you access to our whole back catalog of extra episodes there's nine in the bank with more to come you're going to get a shout out on the show and every single month i give 25 percent of our patreon away in a gift card to the system of the winner's choice and all you got to do to get entered into that draw is sign up for patreon.com slash remember the game that is going to do it for this week's episode everybody i will be back in seven days with episode 73 of remember the game in the meantime go play some video games don't shit on pokemon sword and shield until you've seen it baby please just be nice and i'll talk to you guys again in a week take it easy cheers 